Caution, the contents of this podcast may be historical, but they're still served piping hot. We're brewing up the classics here on the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. My name is Asa. And I'm Allison. And on today's very special Christmas episode of the Coffeehouse, we've decided to bring you something just a little bit different. That's right, we're not profiling a famous composer and looking at one of their pieces, are we, Allison? No, and in fact, we're not really even looking at history today. Uh, What we're going to be doing instead is a little off-the-cuff sort of fun quiz game that we're hoping you can play along at home with. We don't quite have a title for this game. We can call it the Grand Holiday Song Quiz Spectacular. Let's do that. All right. (laughs) Let's do that. So how this game is going to work is we have each independently selected five of our potentially favorite Christmas carols, and we've tried to reduce them down to a description that tries to tell exactly what the song is about. Distill them to their literal essence, as it were. Exactly. Each of us will take turns trying to guess what the song is that the other person is talking about. And at the end of the show, whoever is guessed the most correctly will win. And we don't know what that means. We can figure it out as we go. We'll figure it out as we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shall we play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first? Um, how does that work? Why don't we just say rock, paper, scissors, go? That works. And then after we say go, we say what we threw. Yes. Ready? Ready. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, go. go. Scissors. Paper. Yes. Okay, you go first. So, in this, this classic Christmas tune tells of a small sleeping child put under surveillance from an almighty being who pleads with the uncomprehending kid to come be with him for eternity. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So I think I've narrowed the category down to slightly religious of of the Uh songs. It is a Christmas carol. (laughs) Some are more secular than others. Okay, so there's an almighty being... Mm-hmm. And a sleeping child. Yes. Okay. A very calm and serene child. Is it Little Drummer Boy? It is not <laughs> Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> there is no parumpa pum pumming here. <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking the sleeping child is the baby Jesus. You would be on the right track. So it's not the baby Jesus. No, it is the baby Jesus. Okay, okay. There is one baby in in Christmas. Yes, and I'm trying to think of what person wants the baby Jesus to be with them forever. Remember, an almighty being. And this, this baby, as he sleeps serenely without crying, he has no real bed to lay on. Is it away in a manger? Indeed it is away in a manger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So is that a point for me? 
I think that is a point for you. Awesome. Who's keeping this tally? Um, the listeners will be keeping this tally. All right. So, listeners, <laughs> it's up to you. Keep this tally and let us know at the end. <laughs> All right. I am going to now go. This song is a dire warning to children. And though no direct threats are laid out, its words imply that very bad things could befall children during this time of year at the hands of a terrifying, omnipotent being. Oh, man. Um, do you, you better not shout. <laughs> better not cry. Is that a title of a Christmas song? You better not pout. I'm telling you why, because Santa Claus is coming to town. That's it, Asa. You got it. (laughs) I think that is a definitive point my way. I was thinking up on the housetop for a very long time. (laughs) And then I was was trying to Well my the the gears in my brain were spinning and going slowly from up on a housetop to here comes no not here comes Santa Claus see it's happening again <laughs> there's too many <laughs> to Santa Claus is coming to town <laughs> the rest of my hint was the song also implies that this holiday being is coming there is nothing oh, no. that children can do but hope that their actions throughout the year will spare them from a terrible fate <laughs> <laughs> but you got it without even the second hint good job excellent All right, so now time, Allison, to strap in for in this delightful holiday tune, a whimsical being is created on the spot to befriend some young people who quickly learn the meaning of death as they are forced to slowly watch him decay throughout the course of the magical day. Is it Frosty the Snowman? It's Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) Oh, no. Those poor children. The sun was hot that day. (laughs) But they're not supposed to cry. But before he melts away, they had some fun. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that they were able to have some fun before death. All right, Allison. Hit me with it. All right. So this comes from a narrator who is a child. And they're describing what they would like for Christmas. They are only wishing for one gift this year, but it's a pretty big ask. And in an effort to convince Santa about their true dedication for receiving this particular gift, they described what they will do with the gift throughout the year. Is it a Red Rider pump action BB gun? Now, Asa, <laughs> I see where you're going with this, but is it a song? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Christmas song, not Christmas movie. (laughs) Right. Okay. I see. Mm. This is a music podcast. (laughs) A music. Well, there was music. There's music in movies. There's good music in that movie. One singular gift. Yes. Is it all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth? No. Really good guess, though. Really good. But no. Would you like an additional hint? I would like one additional hint. Okay, I have two more, so here we go. Okay. So we learn throughout the song some additional details about the child narrator. One, they live in a place that has a two-car garage. And two, they are a student of science as they know the difference between carnivores and herbivores. And it's not teeth. (laughs) No, it's not. 
just want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> it's not about teeth. I don't think that the all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth includes any mention of eating. No, but that is definitely something that you do with teeth. Oh, man. I do have one more hint if you need it. <laughs> I, am, I am still in the dark. I'm going to need that hint. All right. The gift is a living creature, and it's probably illegal to own in most, if not all, 50 states. Hmm. See, see, this should probably give it to me, but it didn't. <laughs> it's one of the more rare Christmas songs, I feel like. Mm, yeah. Does he want to own like a reindeer or something? Ooh, not a reindeer. Hmm. Is it a Christmas related animal? Not at all. Can I get half a point if I guess the animal? Yes. Or the living being? I think if you guess the animal, you'll guess the song though. Okay. Um, is it a crocodile? Oh, you are so Alligator? close. Alligator? No, no, you're, oh, you're really close. You're really close. Ooh, okay. Can you hold me in on that? Okay. Think of, of the crocodile and like where they live in their environment and mm -hmm. what other animals might be in the same environment. And they always say like, oh, everyone says the crocodile is the scary one, but really you got to look out for this guy here. The hippopotamus? Yes. <laughs> I am. I am completely in the dark. Have you never heard I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? Oh, no, I have. It's been <laughs> years and years and years. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, and only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodiles or rhinoceroses. I only want hippopotamuses. <laughs> that is an exercise in lyricism. <laughs> well, good job guessing the hippopotamus, Asa. I'm sorry that was a tough one. I think I deserve at best a quarter of a point for that. I was going to give you the whole thing, but okay. The listeners, they're keeping track. They can decide. <laughs> they are. They will decide for themselves. <laughs> All right, Allison. In this Christmas song, you will walk home slowly through the festive city as you pass the sights and sounds of the season. But in the background, an incessant high-pitched ringing distracts you from your purpose. <laughs> Silver bells. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in that song, the bells are painted in a more positive light. <laughs> I feel like they are. But then I got to thinking about how it would actually feel to be constant. Like, it's painted as if it's it's a constant scene, right? Yeah. Like, this is constantly happening. Where if you're, say, walking home from work or down a busy street for any time more than eh, maybe a, a minute or two, and these bells are just... Ring-a-linging, ring-a-linging. <laughs> They're just going and going. I feel like you would get pretty distracted. I don't know. I think at that point, with as busy as the street is that they are depicting, I feel like it's just more background noise. So yes, it would be better if they weren't there, but I feel like in the end, it's just white noise that you'll tune out eventually. It's Christmas tinnitus is what I'm saying. <laughs> Christmas tinselitis? Oh, there we go. I think an eighth of a point for that. What, like a bonus eighth? It, a bonus eighth. Because I definitely got that one whole point. Oh, absolutely you got that. That was, a, that was a square, that was a big fat point that you got. 
<laughs> Are you ready for your next one, Asa? So ready. Okay, this is a fun song. It's kind of like a game of telephone. The narration perspective switches between several different narrators a few different times, and the message kind of changes each time as well. I can give you more if that's not good enough. Please, please do. Okay. Can okay. I make an early downfield guess? Sure. Maybe it's cold outside? Nope. Okay. Different <laughs> different narrators. Anyways, go on. Yeah, no, I, it was a good try, but very not this. So here we go. The initial message, the one we hear at the beginning of the song, is from an inanimate being object thing talking to a sheep and trying to point out how beautiful the night sky is. Hmm. I'm gonna need... I'm gonna need a little bit more than that. Okay. This is what the final message of the song is when we get to the final narrator after it's passed through about, like, five other different narrators. The final message is from a powerful ruler demanding that his people stop what they're doing and listen to him right now with his message, which is, a baby was born, it's all good now. Hmm. Okay. You have brought some really good ones. Um. So, many narrators, the first one is an almighty being talking to a sheep. It's not really a being, though. It's like a... Okay. A force of nature. Talking to a sheep. And then the last one is of... What, a dove, did you say? No, I said a powerful ruler. Ah, yes. A, a king, if you will. Asking them to listen to what he says. Do you have another hint? I can come up with one. Okay. Um, this song always catches me off guard because the message that's told to the king before he then tells his message to the people, it's about the baby, but it's almost mm. as though like, please, king, help the baby. And then the king just goes, tells the people like, hey, there's this cool baby. He's all good. Everything's good. Whereas, like, this baby, he's he's cold. He's shivering. He needs help. And the king's just like, whatever. Whatever. What a, what a rude king if he's just like, whatever. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to have to forfeit this point. I am completely lost. Okay, well, I feel bad if maybe I've given you bad hints, and that's what's causing this. But are you sure? I, I am. All right. It's do you hear what I hear? That makes total sense. <laughs> you get it now? I do absolutely get it now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was tricky. <laughs> no, that was that was that was quite good. Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? A star, a star shining in the night. With a tail as big as kite. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful night sky. Mm -hmm. And then the powerful ruler. A child, a child shivers in the cold. No, that's the message before we get yes. to him. His is a child sleeping in the night. Uh-huh. See, he totally doesn't care. There's just a kid. There's a kid out there somewhere. And it's all good now. <laughs> and it's all good now. He's, he's cold. But the king doesn't even care. <laughs> yep. King doesn't even care. All right. I have another one for you. I'm going to say this line by line. Okay. Am I allowed to, like, guess at any point? Absolutely. Okay. Traveling far across the desert, comma, is it that easy? Hold on. We three kings. Absolutely. Really? Traveling far across the desert, 
three elderly men follow an astronomical oddity to deliver highbrow Christmas gifts to a homeless couple. <laughs> okay, well, I, it was either going to be that or I was going to guess Little Drummer Boy again. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines of We Three Kings is, Myrrh is mine, it's bitter perfume, breathes a life of gathering gloom. <laughs> Sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in the stone-cold tomb. My, you know, it, when I was coming up with carols to use for this, I was thinking of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Didn't end up picking it, but it's one of the only Christmas songs I can think of that uses Satan as one of its lyrics to oh, save really? us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. Interesting. Yeah, I can't think of any others that do. It's probably the only one unless we go back to the Catholic Church. Get those really deep cuts. Get those really deep cuts. Yeah, I, I'm glad you didn't bring any madrigals. <laughs> I didn't think they'd be as easy to guess. All right. In this song, the narrator suggests a wintertime activity, and to the significant other that they're talking to, they point out various aspects of the current outdoor conditions and why this particular activity would be fun. And the activity is the name of the song. So I was going to say, baby, it's cold outside. Nope. Because nope, they keep, it's not that one. Because they keep pointing out how cold it is outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is an activity, not a an activity. hostage situation. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, There's not a sledding carol, is there? You're kind of on the right track, though. Huh. An, I, okay, kind of an off-the-cuff hint. Sometimes you hear this song more often without lyrics. Let me ask you a question. I think I've got it. So let me ask you a question, Allison. Okay. Is it normally accompanied in, let's say, theatrical music performances with a extremely fun instrument commonly known as a whip crack? Asa, yes it is. <laughs> well then, Allison... What lovely weather it is for a sleigh ride together with you. Oh, you got it, Asa. <laughs> See, when I was writing this, the, the hints for it, it could have been Jingle Bells. Like, it totally could have yeah. been Jingle Bells. <laughs> or Winter Wonderland. They're all very similar. Yes. No, but that that is that is totally apropos. Because they're pleading, come on. It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling. There's Yoo-hoo! all sorts of various aspects of why it is perfect right now to mm-hmm. go sleigh riding. I've never been sleigh riding. I don't believe I have either. I did have a small sled when I was a child that my dad would pull for me, which was almost like a sleigh. That's like a sleigh? Yeah. There we go. Like it had the cute little runners on it and everything. Uh-huh. It was really bad for actual downhill sledding, but great for being pulled around in when you're two. <laughs> All right, I got one more for you. Okay. A merry band of neighbors' children singing round and round the town, going from door to door. What a happy sight they are, but be sure to reward them with money and food, lest you bear the wrath of their parents. Is it we wish you a Merry Christmas? It is not. Oh, okay. It The song bears what sounds like a very joyous message 
but the undertones of Victorian England and the plights of the beggar children do not quite coincide with that message. It's really not We Wish You a Merry Christmas? It is not We Wish You a Merry Christmas. The title of this song includes a long and archaic word. Is it wassail? I ab- the word is wassail. Here we come a wassailing. Yes, it is. Okay, I don't actually know the words to that song. I don't know if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Maybe I have. They basically come round and wait. Here we come a wassailing along the streets. So something or other. Uh, nor no. Um, the 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 main line is that I have a little purse that's made of leather skin. I need a silver sixpence to line it well within. I'm pretty sure I'm not familiar with this song. It's the only, literally the only song that, or the only part of this song that I knew before I started researching it was the first verse. Here we come a wassailing among the leaves so green. Yeah, that's the one I was just trying to sing to you, except I didn't know the words. Here we come a wandering so fairly to be seen. Love and joy come to you and... And so you all are on Christmas too? I... And God sends you a Merry New Year. Oh my goodness. I know the tune. <laughs> I know the tune. I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh heavens. <laughs> All right. Well, I have one more for you too, Asa. Hit me with it one more time. <laughs> I'm quite proud of this one. I think you're going to know this one right away. All right. All right. The narrator spends the entire song verbally abusing a beloved holiday is, figure. Is it? Who gets no word in edgewise himself. I have to ask, is it baby it's cold outside? It's not. Nope, but, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> verbally abusing a beloved holiday figure. I can only imagine that that holiday figure is Santa Claus. Is it? Is it? Is it? Nope. Mm. <laughs> Want me to give you more hints? Please do. Not only does the narrator insult his appearance and his hygiene habits, but also attacks his moral character and his soul. Oh my goodness. (laughs) What a rude narrator. Would you like more? I would love more. It sounds like you have more. I do. I have one more. However, the narrator clearly wants to abide by the current social distancing recommendations as he clearly describes just how far away he would like to be from this holiday figure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's obviously because he's a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yep, you got it. (laughs) I was in the wrong mindset to answer that one. (laughs) I'm so sorry that I led you astray. It was a bit on purpose. Oh, that's that's excellent. That's <laughs> but seriously, the poor Grinch. A thirty-nine and a half foot pole. Man. I guess that's a little bit further than six feet. That is, you could you could fit a lot of people in six feet distances. That would be six people. Wow. Well, I don't think any of them want to be by the Grinch. That's very except for true. when his heart grows. Then they'd all want to be. He he is appropriately social distance up on his high mountaintop though. <laughs> So, Asa, I I don't remember what our score is. The people who have been playing along at home do know. Indeed. <laughs> they can write in and tell us. 
to coffeehouseclassical at gmail.com. And we do hope on this most merriest of Christmases, if you are choosing to celebrate this holiday, that you are having a, a joyous time. We hope that this podcast has been joyous for you. And from, from us here at the Coffee House to you, may your holiday season be safe and happy and as healthy as it can be. And we look forward to seeing you in the new year with many more episodes, exciting episodes of classical music fun for the Coffee House Classical Music Podcast. I'm Asa. And I'm Allison. Thank you so much for listening. Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite was performed by the DuPage Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Barbara Schubert. You can find The Coffee House on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Email us at coffeehouseclassical at gmail.com. Music